Welcome to the Successful Male Podcast. My name is Ron Mahotra. I'm a wealth, success, mindset, and leadership coach and the founder of the Successful Male Movement. In the Successful Male Podcast, we bring inspiring achievers who will help you unlock your inner game changer that wants to play big. The Successful Male Podcast is a show where we highlight the accomplishments of men who are doing amazing things with their life. The show where we share the stories, ideas, and philosophies of highly successful men who went after their goals with courage. The show where we highlight those men who use their highest vision to bring value to others. And the show that seeks not only to motivate and inspire, but transform, so you too can think big, live bigger, and lead with your highest vision. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I hope you find this episode inspirational. Welcome to the Successful Male Podcast. This is your host, Ron Malhotra. Every show, I try and bring you amazing guests that are experts in their field, or they are living their life's purpose, maximizing their potential, and making a difference. It is my honor today to invite two amazing individuals that are challenging what it means to be normal. They're challenging the whole convention of what it means to be normal. And they have started this movement, which I came across about a year ago, and I've been fascinated at their growth. The movement is called Better Than Normal. And I'm privileged to have on my show today, Hitesh and Vicky. Gentlemen, welcome. Hi, Ron. Thank you for inviting us. It's a great honor. Great to be here, Ron, and speaking to all your listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. You know, I, I know you guys are in Singapore, but what you're doing is now starting to have massive reach. Uh, I know that uh, there's so much stuff that you guys have done that I hear about sitting here in Australia, but I know you do stuff in Asia as well. Um, one of the things that really inspires me about you is, first of all, the fact that you're getting out there and you're making so much noise and, 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 and inspiring people to get out of this routine of just being normal. But also the fact that I, it, you, it doesn't appear that you guys have come from that privileged background or upbringing. It appears that you guys have had your set of challenges and adversities. Tell me a little bit about who you guys are and why you started this movement. So I go, yeah, so basically I'm born with a disability called cerebral palsy. How was I born with it? I was born with it due to a medical negligence and but so when I was young, the doctors even said I'm going to die in 24 hours. But 26 years have gone by. I'm alive, but I think the doctor died. <laughs> so when I was young, I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. I faced a lot of adversity, even the teachers, the doctor, the system. They all recommended that I should go to a special school. But my parents were a believer. They knew the universe had a bigger purpose. And they wanted me to be treated like a normal child. And they fought the system and made sure I went to a normal school. So when I was in school, I faced a lot of bullying, judgment, stereotype. 
I had to go through a lot of challenges, both emotionally and physically, due to my limitation. But I never gave up. I always fought on. And today I'm a global speaker. I even represented Singapore in the Paralympics football. And till now, I have inspired over 2 million people, both online and offline. Wow. Well, that's, that's a wonderful story. And, you know, when I listen to you, I don't see any handicap because the only handicap that I ever see in the world is mental handicaps. And, 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 and you know, I, I, as you know, running a, a men's movement and I'm in the business of inspiring people myself, the number of times people have limiting beliefs and they, and they blame their circumstances. And it never occurs to them that there are people that have had far bigger and greater challenges than them who have not accepted those limitations and still gone beyond. So congratulations. I love what you're doing out there. That's Thank you. And, you. and you only in your, tw- you, did you say you're only 26? Yeah, just turned 26. And how do you guys know each other? Are you guys like best friends from school? So, no, Vicky is actually my cousin brother and he's the man behind my success. Usually every man has a lady, but unfortunately I got a man. <laughs> So Vicky's the guy that helped me broke, helped me break most of the limiting beliefs I had, and in fact, I'm going to get him to share his part. I I, I want to say, and that's why I want to say congratulations to both of you because yeah. you know what, um, Vicky would have had the vision, the insight, the strength, and the determination, and a big heart, of course, to make this happen. So, um, so Vicky, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and tell me how did you come up with this idea? I mean, it was really by accident, like how all good things happen. All good things happen by accident, right? You know, if, you, if you look back at all the wonderful inventions and all the life-changing transformations that people uh, made, it all happened by accident. It was similar. So Hitesh was born due to an accident. So I'm his cousin. I'm, I think, three years older than him. And when he was born into our family, we are a very close knitted family and he was born with a condition, but we never really made him feel like he was born with a disability. We always included him in everything which we did. Whenever growing up, he had the same challenges that I had, but because he was a little bit slower physically and he needed a little bit of help, we would always, all of us, we have got about 12, 13 cousins. We would all go out of our way to help him. And growing up, he actually... Uh, how better than normal actually started was because of a fear. Hitesh had a very chronic fear of public speaking. And his dad came to me. He said, we need your help. Vicky. Hitesh won't be able to pass his diploma module unless you help him with public speaking. So I said, let me see what we can do. And that's how uh, trying to overcome that fear of public speaking. That's how Hitesh ended up becoming a professional speaker. Uh, trying to overcome that fear of public speaking is also one of the reasons why the book Better Than Normal actually came about. And in that process of him wanting to be uh, included as part of our big group, that's how he ended up playing football for the Singapore Cerebral Palsy football team as well. So it's all part and parcel of the bigger picture. You know, sometimes they say you can't, uh, you don't know what's coming ahead, but you can only look back and then connect the dots. I think Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs said that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But here's the thing though. I don't see 
Hitesh just as a public speaker. I see him so much more than just a public speaker, right? Because here's the thing, public speaking is one of the greatest fears in the world. Uh, some people have even said that it's greater than the fear of sharks, the fear of spiders, the fear of snakes, the fear of heights, even the fear of death, right? Mm-hmm. So public speaking is one thing, but it, it, you guys are not just doing public speaking here. You guys are on a mission to change some paradigms. Tell me more about that. Why? Why did you come up with this movement? I think the reason behind it is I really believe, Ron, if I could just be honest with you, I, be, I don't believe in altruism because I think altruism is overrated. Too many people talk about altruism, but also I don't believe in selfishness as well. So, you know, selfishness, you only take care about yourself. On the other spectrum, it's altruism where you're only caring about uh, everybody else. What I believe is, or what me and Hitesh believe is, we believe in selfish altruism where at the end of the day, you have to solve your own problem first before you can solve anybody else's problem. You have to help yourself first before you can help anybody else. And that's why in that process of, and it, it's a journey. Hitesh is still going through that journey every single day. He still has got hit. He still has his challenges. He's still overcoming his own uh, limiting beliefs. I wouldn't say that. I think if you ask him and he would be honest, I would be honest as well. We still have our challenges. We still have our limiting beliefs. But like you rightly said, we are on a mission to grow. And as we grow ourselves, naturally people around you grow. People get inspired by you. People join your movement and step by step, one day at a time, one person at a time. That's how we have inspired so far 2 million people, like Hitesh said, and the goal is 50 million. Like initially, I was doing all this to prove it to the world that one day I'll become something. But now I do it for myself because I want to prove it to myself that I can become the best version of myself. And I realize the more people you help, indirectly you're actually helping yourself it's a reverse psychology (laughs) and 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 i hope you're achieving that because you're right i mean the fact is no matter what what point you get to the world may perceive you to be successful but we all have our doubts we all have insecurities we all have those moments where we feel defeated and i can completely i can see but the thing is most people let that stop them but you guys are not doing that I want to find out though, I want to ask you, why, why better than normal? What is wrong with normal? So I need to share the father's story. All right, so I'm going to tell you how did I come up with better than normal. At the age of 12, I got bullied at school one day and I came home, I dashed home. I went to my dad very aggressively and I shouted, Dad, why am I not normal and how can I become normal? I was very irritated by all the problems and stereotypes. So he told me, look, son, you may never be normal because there's no cure for your disability. So you got to accept the truth the reality that you never be normal. But if you work hard and promise me never to give up in life, he said, forget normal. One day you will be better than normal. And that inspired me. Wow, that's amazing. And hats off to your dad for 
seeing it that way. And I actually do believe that normal is not a great thing to aspire to anyway. Who wants to be normal? Normal is just another word for ordinary. Mm-hmm. So many people spend their whole lives trying to be ordinary. But, and, and, and here is the thing. A person who is determined to be extraordinary is going to be extraordinary. And there's no circumstances, uh, no people, no one can stop them. And I think this is the wonderful thing is that through your own example, you are proving and demonstrating that no physical disability. And what's interesting is I actually mentioned a book by, by the name of Cradles of Eminence, which talks about uh, 300 of the, 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 the most powerful people that ever walked the planet and achieved greatness. And a good percentage of them came from backgrounds of poverty. A good percentage came from backgrounds of intense psychological drama. And a good percentage came from backgrounds of disability. And I don't believe that a physical disability has to disable you because a lot of able-bodied men and women are disabled by their thinking. And so I think mind is where the prison is, not the body. And I, I use your example, and I think I'm going to always continue to use your example. So thank you for creating an example for people like me who are always inspiring and motiva- motivating people. Thank you for giving an example to people like me. So every time I get pushed back from people who say, oh, but you know, Ron, my circumstances, you know, my dad this did, my mom did this, we didn't have money. I want to bring up your example because I want to say, well, here is a video. Now tell me. Yeah. So, so I, and I love that. And I, you know, this is why I, when I speak to you, I think it's an insult to look at you and, and feel sorry for you. I, I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm revered by you. Right. And, and, and that how you've created that through your personality and through your energy signature is what makes you who you are. Not your body, because the body is where we reside. It's not all of who we are, right? Yeah. So, so thank you for doing that. So what's the mission that you're on? What is the ultimate, what is the ultimate goal with this mission? What are you trying to shift in people's thinking? So the goal is actually to get people to believe in themselves. And now our bigger mission is that we are focusing on India because as Indians, we want to help India. And we realize that India is a growing country. And right now it's going through a lot of struggle. Like we got poverty, we got corruption, we got the woman problem, the rape. And a lot of things are going on. It's growing, but we got to help people that change the mindset. Wow. Wow, that's a huge mission that you guys have decided to yeah. Why do yeah. you think, Why do you think so many people who have had more opportunities than you have or placed so many limitations on their own thinking? And why do you think very few people actually believe in themselves? Have you identified the core reason for that? I think most people, they don't have a pain factor in their life. So pain drives you. Pleasure doesn't drive you. That's what I noticed. Like I got many friends. They are more healthy. They are born in a richer family. But they are not motivated because everything they want is given to them. And sometimes that could be the biggest setback. Because when a real problem comes, they don't know how to deal with it. 
That is so true that you say that because it, I find that to be very true as well. People who've had to deal with a lot of challenges have a stronger mental muscle and the will to deal with problems, whereas those that haven't had to deal with those challenges sometimes do not have the ability to deal with them. But how much would you say your family's support and encouragement was a part of this? Because from your cousin, Vicky, to your dad, um, how much were you supported by family? Were you ever judged by your family or criticized by your family? or made to feel any less because of it? No, not at all, not at all. In fact, I thought initially that I'm a, I'm a burden, but that's my perception. They never ever looked at me that way. They were, they were always giving their best. Were you just, just treated like a little naughty boy without any, were you still, did you get a smack from your parents every now and then for doing the uh, wrong thing? And no a lot. I was I was very naughty, especially at the age of sixteen. I would sneak out of the house and I would go clubbing. And one day my dad caught me smoking, so he's like, "What the hell is this?" And all. So I went through a normal lifestyle, just like anyone else. Yeah, and you're obviously a very high-spirited person. Nothing's going yeah. to stop you. So way too from here, guys. I mean, what, what's the plan here? I mean, what are we, are you, you're taking on some big numbers. You just talked about how many people you've spoken in front of, how many people know you now. So you're starting to create a massive profile. And I actually like what you said before about, uh, you know, you don't believe in altruism. It's, it's really interesting. I mean, I, I, I do find that there's, you know, I heard that there's four levels of people, you know, the lowest level people are, you know, what can the world do for me? What can you do for me? At the next level, you know, people go, what can I do for myself? At the third level, a person starts to say, what can I do for others? But you know, the fourth level, which is the best level, is what can I do for others with others? Right? Mm. But you are right, because you can't pour from an empty cup. Too many people are these days, especially because of the way the capitalist systems worked and there's a people that are opting out of the capitalist system and they're starting to embrace this whole concept of altruism, saying, oh, you know, I'm just a nice person. I just want to help people. I don't think it's pragmatic always to be able to help people when you're not well-resourced yourself. So is that the plan? Is, that, is your drive to be well-resourced and successful personally and professionally coming from still wanting to serve a bigger purpose? Or is it just to serve yourselves, if you don't mind me asking? I think it's uh, the first one, like you said, because uh, we, are, we believe we do lots of charity we spend a lot, we donate a lot, we donate a lot of our time, energy, effort, money, but you must have time, energy, effort, money in order to donate it. So if you don't have the time, energy, effort, money, how are you going to donate it? A lot of people, when you, when, when you rightly so say they move from the capitalist lifestyle to the hippie lifestyle a lot of time, I don't feel that they are uh, like pragmatic enough. They haven't reached that level that where they can do that. Some of them can, some of them cannot. I'm not judging anybody. But I feel that's not what me and Hidesh stand for. That's not what Better Than Normal stands for. And we always say that in order to become better than normal, the first step is actually become normal, guys. Too many people are abnormal in today's world. Too many people are complaining too much. Too many people are talking shit too much. Too many people are, you know, just uh, have the wrong mindset. In, in fact, uh, maybe, Ron, if I could share one more thing. Uh, Hidesh and me, we are not positive people. We are not positive people. We are not negative people as well, but we are very neutral. If you, the more you get to know us, the more you follow our stuff, you will realize that we say 
stuff as it is. We see stuff as it is and we comment on stuff as it is because when, when you're able to do that, when you're able to take that positivity and negativity out of it and you see things as, as it is, that's when you can actually grow. That's when you can actually, you know, become the best version of yourself because becoming too positive can too much of a good thing is also a bad thing. Like I know we all have our favorite drink, our favorite chocolate. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. But a negativity, that's the complete opposite. So being neutral, I think is quite a good skill to have. And that's what we are trying to master. I like that actually, because you're right. There are some people who, you know, apply the positive psychology and, uh, you know, they're almost wrong the negative aspect of life. And always say the universe is dual in nature. You know, the moment you wrong the other aspect, you're now in the wrong yourself because it's all meant to be embraced in some form. And, and too, people are, too many people I do think have lost their sense of practicality around what it means to, you know, just have the, deal with the normal challenges of life. So uh, really awesome stuff um, that, you, that you guys are onto here. Now, what do you say to people who haven't had the support that you guys have given each other and as a family that you've had? People that are trying to break out of the normal routine of being normal, but want to get to the next level. How about the appetite to get to the next level? But just finding that the environment around them, the people around them are not supporting them. Have you got any advice for people was stuck in that kind of a situation. I think if the person is a guy, then he should join the successful successful male movement. I think if, <laughs> if he's a guy, that's the first thing he should do. And then if he's a if he's a lady, then you should join better than normal because that's what he says. <laughs> that's what he says. Already jokes about in his in his talk. But then jokes aside, he says, why not you? Why why not you share? I think it's all about focus and perception. Normally, when we face adversity, we go haywire. Our mind becomes like a circus. We become confused. But I believe that, you know, a lot of things happen in life and a lot of things is it's beyond our control. So it's, don't think of things which you can't control, but think of things which you can control and take charge of it. If you keep looking at what you can't control, you're going to complain and complain, and then you will go into a ripple. It will become a ripple effect. So instead, change the focus and focus on the things which are in your control. And no matter how much of adversity you have, I'm sure there will be certain things which you can control. That's actually really solid advice. And I think, I hope that people really pay attention to this because on the surface, it seems like very simple advice, but it's actually very, very powerful because people do anchor themselves to what is wrong and they keep focusing their attention on that rather than looking at what they can control. And, um, and, and, and that's, uh, you know, it's such profound advice if you can follow it, because if you really look back and see what is showing up in your life, it will always be consistent with where your attention is. So if you're listening to this show, you know, uh, ask yourself, how are you creating those circumstances where attention goes, energy flows, where energy flows, results show. And thank you for mentioning the successful male because I was just, you know, the, the, the importance of community. Sometimes you may not get the support within your family and friend circle, but that's why people like Hitesh, myself, there are other great individuals in the world that are starting 
programs and initiatives and movements which allow people, like-minded people, to come together and support each other. So there are options and choices there. It doesn't have to be your family that needs to support. In fact, I would say that for vast majority of people who became successful, the family were the first people to actually deter them in many cases. So in your case, of course, you've been very fortunate in that regard, but then in other, in other regards, you've had your own sets of challenges that you're overcoming as well. Yeah. So tell me, where, where to next? I mean, what's, the, what's next on the agenda? Where, how do, you know, what can we look forward from this um, better than normal movement? What's, what's next on the scene? So I'm, I'm usually doing keynotes around the world because doing keynotes is what I'm best at. And I talk on three topics. Number one is self-leadership and influence. How to influence yourself and other people. The second topic is sales motivation. I usually do that for the corporate sector. And the third topic is the new and hot topic. It's diversity and inclusivity. Because you know countries like America, India, there's a lot of problems. It could be race, religion, gender, even generation. So people from different generations got to work together. And sometimes it's very tough because the world is evolving fast. That is wonderful, gentlemen. You are looking at some problems out there in the world and you've now come up with a solution to do your part in fixing and solving those problems. And those three things that you've talked about, obviously things that uh, not just the corporate world, but in the general public needs. Uh, so, so thank you for doing that. Now, I know that uh, you've written a book um, also called um, Better Than Normal. Yeah. Uh, if people want to, um, how do they get their book and how do, they, how do they get your book? How do they find you and how do they connect with you? Yeah, so I'm usually on social media. So if they want the book, they can message me either on Facebook, I'm also on YouTube and Instagram. So my social media is better than normal. So these are the best places you can come in contact with me. So when you say your, your social media is better than normal, are you saying your social media is better than normal or it's called better than normal? Let me just clarify. I didn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And let me ask you, so if so people can do that, so um, Hitesh, obviously you'll have Hitesh's details and his website details on this podcast. Hitesh and Vicky, before you guys go, I want you to share one, your best piece of advice, tip or a favorite book. You go first. Can I, can I, can I, can I be a little naughty, Ron, and share the worst piece of advice I've ever gotten? Please. Please. I think the worst piece of advice that I have ever gotten personally is actually be yourself. Because, you know, if, if Hitesh, if somebody had told Hitesh, Hitesh, why don't you just be yourself? He would right now be on a wheelchair and he would be locked up in his room and he wouldn't want to come out of his house because he would just have been himself because that's who he is. He is Hitesh born with cerebral palsy because of the doctor's negligence. So that's actually be yourself. If anybody tells you that, you can either give them a slap on the face or you can give me uh, their number. I, I, I'll give them a slap on the face for you. So don't be yourself. In fact, guys, be the best version of yourself. And that's wow. what the successful male is all about. That's what wow. better than normal is all about. So don't be yourself, but be the best version of yourself. Whatever that may be for you, 
just focus on that and be the best version of yourself. So be yourself is the worst piece of advice. And then I hope this is one of the best piece of advice that you, you have ever gotten, which is be the best version of yourself. I love it. You just gave me goosebumps. I actually recently said that at my event. I said, well, people say be yourself, but most people don't even know who they are. And then most people will describe who they are based on their current situation rather than what they have the potential to be. And I'm really glad the way you articulated that was perfect. So thank you so much. Great piece of advice. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I know you're very, very busy and you're in demand. Uh, thank you for taking the time. I know that your personal story and your example, your drive and determination uh, is great inspiration for a lot of men out there and women, of course, uh, people that are struggling or find themselves stuck. You know what? No excuses. Um, you know, if you guys can do it, anyone can do it. And so thank you for making people realize that it can be done. I appreciate it. I'll be following you guys. And so thank you so much for your time. I wish you all the best and, and great success for your future endeavors. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for having us. And I hope everyone hearing this will have a good time and they'll take bits of inspiration and apply it into their own lives. Thanks, Ron. Thanks for having us and thanks to all of you for listening. Thank you, gentlemen.